Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, July 12th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, a teenager born in Cuba but now living in Webster Groves dedicates at least eight hours a day to nothing but chess. It's fun. I mean, at least for someone competitive like me, I just have fun trying my best and see what that brings. 16-year-old chess phenom Talia Cervantes talks about her love of the game as she tries to win a national championship at the St. Louis Chess Club. First, the news. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner continues to stand by the way she handled the criminal case against former Missouri Governor Eric Greitens. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman. A special grand jury investigating the Greitens case disbanded earlier this week without charging Gardner. But an investigator she had hired, William Tisby, is charged with several felonies, including multiple counts of perjury. He has pleaded not guilty. The indictment makes clear that Gardner knew about Tisby's conduct and did not report it. But Gardner says there is no cloud over her office. The cloud is we're going to hold people accountable even when... It's not popular. That's what we're here about. We treat this case like any other case, and I'm going to stand on we did nothing wrong. Gardner supporters have maintained the investigation into Tisby was a racially motivated attack on Gardner and the reforms she wants to make to criminal justice in the city. I'm Rachel Littman, St. Louis Public Radio. When Missouri voters approved a $5 limit on gifts for lawmakers, it led to a 94% drop in lobbyist spending. That is according to an analysis of Missouri Ethics Commission information by Kansas City Public Radio Station KCUR. Lobbyists spent less than $17,000 on lawmakers this past session, compared to about $300,000 during the 2018 session. Clean Missouri's campaign director, Sean Sonker Nicholson, says he's seen a shift at the Capitol. To be clear, it was a bipartisan problem. Like The top gift takers were both Democratic and Republican legislators. Those gifts used to include concert tickets and steak dinners, which he says allowed the lobbyists to wield influence. Also out of the Missouri Capitol, Governor Mike Pence has signed legislation designed to protect children. The measure includes Haley's Law, which makes changes to Missouri's Amber Alert system. Here's St. Louis Public Radio's new Jefferson City reporter, Jacqueline Driscoll. Haley Owens is the inspiration behind the law. She was a 10-year-old from Springfield who was abducted and killed by a stranger in 2014. After her death, her family and other advocates pushed to speed up the Amber Alert system. Republican State Representative Curtis Trent of Springfield says with this law, officers will have electronic access to the system, not only making it easier to issue alerts, but it's also faster. When you wanted to issue an Amber Alert, you had to either phone it in or you had to fax in a physical piece of paper to the Amber Alert system. Budgeting for this integration system began back in 2014, so there's no new cost to law enforcement. I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. A 16-year-old chess phenom from Webster Groves is competing in the U.S. Girls Junior Championship that started this week at the St. Louis Chess Club. Talia Cervantes started playing while her family was still living in Cuba. 
Her international success prompted them to move to the U.S. five years ago. I spoke with Cervantes this week about how the teenager is making a name for herself in a game that has been traditionally dominated by men. More and more women are starting to pick up chess. I do notice that there is a large difference on average between male players and female players. I don't think that's an issue, really. If if they want to play chess, then sure, go for it. If they don't, they probably picked up some other very nice career. I think it's important to just play and focus on that. doesn't matter who your opponent is. Just look at the board. <laughs> who are your role models in chess? Obviously, I, I think I have to say Capablanca because my country mate. I have a lot of respect for Judith and Susan Polgar. Susan Polgar, she's my coach, and I have scholarships for her chess programs in Webster University. I also have a lot of respect for Bobby Fischer. He has been my idol since uh, I picked up chess. A few years ago, I started to develop a lot of love for Boris Spassky. He was the world champion before Bobby Fischer. I think we have a lot of similarities on, on our style and understanding of chess and train of thought. I just love to watch his games and read interviews about all of them just makes me happy. What brought you here specifically? My family and I, we were looking for better opportunities. And soon we fell in love with St. Louis because of the St. Louis Chess Club and the many opportunities that we saw for chess. How long were you playing in Cuba before you moved here? I played chess in Cuba for five years and I moved to the United States in 2014. Tell me about the competition in Cuba. How would you best describe it? Obviously, it's very tough. I think it's a very good country for chess. Maybe not one of the top, but definitely chess is very appreciated there. I was one of the best juniors in Havana and maybe in the country. I wasn't good enough at the time to get to the Olympic team, but I always looked up to them. I admired them. And up to this day, they're very strong players. How much are you committing to chess a week? Usually on a regular training day, I would probably spend around eight hours studying chess. Is it fun? Always, yeah, it's fun. I mean, at least for someone competitive like me, I just have fun trying my best and see what that brings. Chess is something that ran in your family? Is that a fair assessment? Not really. (laughs) No? (laughs) I mean, chess runs in uh, Cuban people's blood, I think, just because it's everywhere. But no, my family did not play chess. They obviously knew basics, but... They were very surprised when I picked up on it because I was such a such an extroverted, um, devilish child. Any brothers or sisters? I have one younger sister. She actually um, played chess for a while. She was very, very talented, probably even more talented than I am. She actually studied chess for, I think, two months after she realized that I was playing tournaments abroad and she wanted to do so. She just won like a national event and then get to go to Pan American tournaments. She quit after because she just wasn't really interested in it. That's Webster Grove's teenager, Talia Cervantes, talking about her love of chess. She played to a draw yesterday in her first game of this year's U.S. Girls Junior Championship, which is being held at the St. Louis Chess Club. I thank Maria Altman for her help in editing that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. And from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. 
committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.